army manned the air. It ran the ramparts. It took over the airports. It did everything it had to do. Hello and welcome to another episode of Alcoholics. I'm your host, Trey Myers. I'm joined by my co-host, Katrina Myers. Katrina, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. Doing great. Doing so good. So good. Um, so, I mean, what you heard at the top, obviously, was that... I didn't hear anything weird. Did you hear something weird? No, I didn't hear anything weird. Just an, ex- an inspiring Fourth yeah. of July pa- uh, speech passage from our current president, Donald Trump, uh, who, I guess, either he or the teleprompter thought that there were airports back in the Revolutionary Yeah, that was definitely on the teleprompter, right? That was 100% on the teleprompter. <laughs> I mean, I think it might have been on the te- teleprompter. It's really? Just, I think it might have. Really? My thing is, my thing is, you have to know how to read and there comprehend. Was, that sounds crazy. There so. was, there is a zero chance that that was on the teleprompter. You sure? Yes, I am a thousand percent sure that was not on the teleprompter. Let me just, let me just read specifically what I have here as the, um, as what the, what was transcribed. We have, um, our army manned the air. And then it says inaudible because he mm-hmm. added something at the end. I think, again, airports. <laughs> so, our army manned the airport. It rammed the ramparts. It took over the airports. It did everything it had to do. Right. Um, question. Does the current president of the United States know that airports didn't exist back that at that time? You know, I think he does know that, actually. Do you think he knows that now? Or do no, you think he knew I, that before? I think he knew that before. Yeah? I read a great analysis of someone's opinion of what happened. Well, and I thought... Was it, it? Do you know who it was, was a Reddit user. Okay, so, all right, all right. Um, but, but honestly, it made so much sense to me. I don't... Obviously, I think this guy's a dumbass. I don't think he thought planes were flying around. I don't think he ad-libbed that himself. Um, no, he definitely didn't ad-lib it. Right. He tried to read it. Yeah. Um, it was it was a Reddit comment by someone who, deal, who teaches children, I believe. Uh, and it talked about how there's a difference between children who are good readers and bad readers. This is great. Because and Donald Trump talking, is a bad reader. We're talking about, like, oh, there's a difference between these kinds of children. This is the president of the United yeah, States. Yeah. Um, a, a good reader can read aloud and understand what they are saying yeah. at the same time. See, that's why I think it might have been there. That's why I'm saying I think airports might have been there in the teleprompter because he read it and just kept going like, okay. Uh, <laughs> I was supposed to read this, I guess. <laughs> no. Um... But a bad reader doesn't isn't able to like comprehend what they're saying as they're reading it out loud. Um, they just read what's in front of them, and then garbage can come out if they're reading wrong, right? Um, and Donald Trump doesn't usually read from a teleprompter or a written speech. He just goes off on and says whatever he wants to say, probably because he struggles to read aloud. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you, there were uh, cast members, I believe Taryn Killam went on a podcast at one point and said that Donald Trump had trouble reading when he was doing his yeah. episode of Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Which, honestly, it's a weird call to decide to do an episode of Saturday Night Live because <laughs> yeah, you just is read a from huge a cue card portion of the show. The the comment that I read said that um, a good 
like had a good interpretation because they were he was basically doing the Star Spangled Banner. Yeah, and we could tell we knew that part. And the sort of what the yeah I mean it was it was obvious like what he was saying was like from this like pulled he directly they wrote pull they wrote the, he didn't do it his speechwriter yeah. did it. That's why I said they. You said he he I tried said to they. pull. I said they tried to pull. All right, my bad. Um. So what? Don't go back and listen. I might have said he. The interpretation was that he skipped ahead to the next line in the middle of what he was saying, <laughs> that it should have been man the ramparts, but he went to the next line, which would have been bombs bursting in air. And then he ran the ramparts. And then he said, "Manned the air." Manned the air. Mm-hmm. Got confused. Said rammed the ramparts, which isn't a thing. Which I think he also. I couldn't and then tell thought. Couldn't tell if he said rammed, as in R-A-M-M-E-D, or uh-huh. rand, as in R-A-N-I-G-S-D, or R-A-N-N-E-D. I couldn't I tell thought it was what, rammed with I an M. I think you listen to the quote, it actually sounds, you hear the N. Mm. I thought it was rammed. Maybe I should put, who maybe knows I should what on the, earth. Maybe I should splice the quote like 40 times <laughs> 40 into times this podcast. <laughs> yeah, but I think the, this comment said that, he said rammed the ramparts and then thought, I don't think ramparts is a word, and said airports because it sounds sort of similar. And it was, it honestly made sense in when reading this, like, yeah, that's totally what could have happened. <laughs> he just had no idea what he was reading, got, missed his place, got confused, and said something crazy. Well, this is the same guy that you saw reports about, like, uh, where when they brief him on things, it has to be like maximum of two pages. Yeah. He will not read. Yeah. Items that are brought to him. And it, likely because he cannot can't. read <laughs> well. Uh, we're speculating about the president. Oh, yeah. Currently. We are wildly speculating that the president can't read. It's very possible that maybe he's the smartest guy. I'm the smartest guy you'll ever meet. I mean, like, <laughs> I'm one of the smartest. I went to a great school. And, he uh, didn't write his own book. No, he didn't. And his ghostwriter came out and was like, no, this guy's fucking terrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, the guy who wrote Art of the Deals, like, no. Don't fuck with this guy. Yeah. Like, he's not cool. Um, and Rex Tillerson recently said that he, Rex Tillerson himself knew more about immigration law than Donald Trump did, and he tried to get Donald Trump to learn more by giving him stuff to read, and Donald Trump would not read it. Well, Donald Trump doesn't like to read. doesn't have time to read. He's a very successful businessman who's running the greatest country on earth. Uh, and it takes a lot. You, you have the, you have a very limited time to stick a lot of children in small cages <laughs> and t- take away their toothbrushes and blankets and soap. It, it's not very easy for him to be able to act on that. So one of the things that gets cut out of this is reading. You you heard it a million times. This is how it has to happen. Right. <laughs> um. I. What did you think of the the Fourth of July spectacle? Uh, as this, I mean, we had like armored trucks. Yeah, like we, it was like a Nazi rally we, oh, from I mean, Germany. Okay, here we go. Let's yeah. just go right just, to the just Nazis. tanks in the streets and like a big military parade. Flyovers. Yeah, fly. We haven't had a president speak um, on the Fourth of July since the fifties. He he turned this into a political spectacle because he saw some dictators do a similar thing and thought it looked cool. I think he raised money off of it as well. Oh, I'm sure he did. There were people selling Magus um, hats and shit in the streets. So all his supporters... Well, how do you know those those proceeds are going to go to him? You don't, but how do you know they weren't? You you don't, I guess. But 
No, I, I do think um, I do think this was a obviously dumb, dumb stunt, dumb spectacle, unnecessary. Um, I, I I don't know. It's it's the president's running for re-election, so he's trying to gin up whatever he can, including mm-hmm. um, showing that he has he is the the pinnacle of strength by addressing our nation on our most important Independence Day. Uh, Telling everybody that we, as a society, have been the strong. Like he mentioned the military numerous mm-hmm. times, and that, like showing that he was like a, a, tr- trying to show his strength, right? Mm-hmm. Like he is the he is the epitome of strength. I am the president. I'm the strongest person on on, uh, on the planet. I command the highest military. And even back then, even way back in the revolutionary days, we were taking over airports left and fucking right. <laughs> JFK couldn't <laughs> handle us. <laughs> He's he's a he's a dumpster fire. I think it's. I know you don't watch The Handmaid's Tale, but I um, should. But it's so hard because there's, it's so slow, and then when when the action kicks in, it's usually like not good action, like horrifying action yeah, yeah. that I can't get behind. The, this most recent season. Um, Spoilers for people who watch The Handmaid's Tale. No, there's no spoilers, really. Um, This most recent season has scenes that take place in Washington, D.C. Yeah. And there's actually a scene of the handmaids on the Lincoln Monument and in the... The uh, Memorial? Yeah, the Lincoln Memorial. um, By the reflecting pool and everything else like that. And it's... And it's political. It's it's a political image they were they were trying to use um, as a Mar- form of propaganda. What do you think Margaret Atwood is trying to warn us about with this? <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's so crazy. This ep- I think the episode with that came out two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and then Trump is delivering his speech from the Lincoln Memorial from this like it's it's apropos. Honestly, it? it's just like yeah. it's propaganda, pure and simple, easy to see. Uh, just obviously trying to manipulate people. Oh, I think that's true. I mean, yeah. and, and to be fair, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to, to be fair, all presidents are trying to um, curry favor with the people with, with soaring rhetoric and, mm-hmm. um, you know, stunts. There's a difference and sometimes between... It's, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. so it's different when, you're, when your stunts are like, you know, low, like mild, and when they are... I am having a military military yes. style parade for yes. myself um, on on Independence Day. It's my day now, and I'm going to deliver this speech about how incredibly strong our military is. And I, I saw like some things where it's like um, Trump stays away from partisan attacks. It is and that's and that's now newsworthy. Yeah, when the president doesn't use a use a day of unity to fucking try to divide people. That's now like mm-hmm. oh my god, he did it, and not. And, and it doesn't happen the other way. We're like, I can't believe he did that. It's more like, well, well he did it again. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of the narrative of Trump's presidency. He does a bunch of shitty things and we're used to it. And we don't really care. Yeah. He was accused of rape. And uh, again. Again. And news outlets didn't. Yeah. go in depth at all. They didn't yeah. talk about it on like any of the Sunday shows after it happened. And I'm I'm saying that now just because like this is a for the for all intents and purposes, this is a comedy podcast. I'm hmm. not gonna cover that because that's fucking horrifying and not funny at all. But the fact that 
like I mention it more than the fucking news media does is a tr- is tragic. Mm-hmm. It is so unbelievably baffling that these yeah. dum dums don't know that that's fucking important news about the current president, Fake and then this drunk schlub does know that. Fake news. <laughs> Locker room rape, I guess. <laughs> Locker room talk. I don't know. If... Well, that's yeah. more than talk. Isn't I know. It? I understand. Yeah. yeah, it's it's pathetic when. It's expected. Yeah. Like, I saw that. I got the news update, and I'm just like, not surprised. Like, yeah, you get it, and you're no like... No shit, he's a rapist. Yeah, he admitted it. We get the, And nobody you, cared, you so. get the You get the alert, and you're like, oh, okay. I mean, we know. Yeah. Like, thank you, another person, for coming forward and telling us that, but we know. Yeah, the, it's, the it's, women it's, of America have realized that um, 40% of the voting population doesn't, don't give a shit doesn't care if women get they, raped, uh, especially not by Donald Trump. So it's kind of like, oh, great, whatever. Yeah. It's rough. Handmaid's Tale's about to happen. Handmaid's <laughs> Tale. Yeah. Oh. Uh. Of Donald. I love yeah. that show. I love that show, but it is it is so hard. To yeah, watch. it has to be hard. It's so hard to watch like, because it's so like because your question is, am I like how I close are we to this? Like three, maybe maybe six months away from this yeah. happening yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and, it, and it's it, I mean I don't know about that show. I don't I don't know specifically how because I know it delves into religiosity essentially, right? Like does it does it go into Yeah, it's it's very religious. It's very religious and it's one of those things where it's like, "Oh, because you look at it in real life. Oh, the people who sit, who call themselves as pious as Yes. Uh, like the the most pious also find themselves just being downright despicable people the, in and the, in not the... caring about the actual tenets of what is being exactly. taught to them. Exactly. In the in the show, they have turned this entire society into a religious thing. Or a theocracy. Yeah. And still the most powerful men have a brothel they can go to. Yep. Where they sleep with other slaves. Like it's <laughs> it's so realistic it hurts. Yeah. It it really does. No, it's a rough it's a rough show. I, I can't get I can't do it. I want we you, you you wanted to watch it. I wanted to watch it as well. We watched the first episode and I'm like uh. Yeah. <laughs> and we, I think I watched I think what one or two after that and I'm like this is just hard for me to do. It's really hard. It's really it's hard, really hard but it's really good. But it's, it's hard. very it's good, it's important, but it's very difficult to do. Mm-hmm. So if you do decide to watch Handmaid's Trail, Handmaid's Tale, stri- buckle the fuck up yeah. <laughs> because yeah. shit's about to go off. <laughs> so let's move on to um, a lighter topic, <laughs> a lot lighter than Handmaid's Tale style politics. Um, we have our first. Now, we say our first. He's not our first. He's not our first. I've you you a, mentioned it so many times. I've seen a lot of people say he's our first and he's not our first. But Eric Swalwell has dropped out of the Democratic... Eric, uh, pass the torch, Swalwell. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, fire the chief, Swalwell. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Swalwell, Swalswell that ends well, is out... Um, he he did cite now he then I say I say this is admirable I I am not against him for saying this in the slightest 
but he was very realistic about what was going on with his campaign. So I'm going to quote here from um, this Politico piece about Eric dropping out. Um, and it says, uh, and this is a quote from him, uh, being honest with ourselves, we had to look at how much money we were raising, well, where we were in the polls. Um, then Swallow told reporters arguing that he had moved the needle on the debate stage with an issue I was very passionate about, referring to gun control measures. Uh, so we've achieved that, he said, but we have to be honest about our candidate, our candidacy's viability. Um, that's from a political piece uh, from Carla uh, Marinucci and Jeremy White. So he did. He was honest with uh, the voters, mm. saying, "I'm I I couldn't do it." Now, did he move the no. needle? I don't, that part was weird. I don't think he really moved any needle anywhere. No, he didn't. Um, besides. I'm gonna guess Pete Buttigieg is is still formulating a plan to murder him. Right. But overall, um, he didn't really move any needle. I don't. I say he, he deserves credit for dropping out. I am so glad he dropped out, but he never should have dropped in. <laughs> I mean, like, don't no, he no. Get, no, like ninety people ran. Doesn't he get credit for being? One of the first, and as I said, Richard Ojeda from West Virginia had um, announced a while ago and then uh, withdrew from the nomination a while ago, well before all of this nonsense yeah. started. Yeah. But doesn't he get some sort of props for doing that? Don't you give him like props for being like, you know what? I, give I him- didn't have the money. I didn't have the support. I'm not going to be the president. I give him more props than I will give those who drop out after him. And less props than those who didn't run. (laughs) Yeah. Like, he... If... I would assume he launched an exploratory campaign before he ran for presidency. And if they did any polling, he should have known he had zero chance in hell of getting the nomination. So, I think he wasted our time. How did he waste our time, though? How much time did How he many really times spend? did he yell about passing the torch at firing the chief? He yelled about passing the torch a bit, and he yelled about pe- firing the chief Maybe once, he... which, honestly, I believe probably resonated with some people. So it was better than the I, uh, better than the non-answer that Pete Buttigieg gave, which, at that point, probably was not allowed to give more. Yeah, um, but, it wasn't. But... But it's still better. Like it still yeah. felt better for some people than with that than, than than no answer. I mean, I'm guessing somebody else would have taken his place had he not been there. But wasted our time. I mean, I think he half of them are wasting our time. I think I'd say more, but <laughs> um, I think that it's good that Swalwell dropped out. Yes. I'm very I'm very grateful that at least one one of the giant field is like this isn't. This isn't the way. Yeah. I'm not going to get there this time. There are a lot of people that aren't going to get there this time that should. I do think it's very funny that Marianne Williamson outlasted him. She's but doing I don't better see, than him. I don't see her. Yeah, no, she's fucking not. Yes, she is. In what regard? She was locked in for the... She's locked in for the next debate. Swalwell was not. Is she locked in for the third? I think she might be. No fucking way. She's close. Really? Maybe not polling-wise, but donors-wise. 
Okay, but there's a there, those are the, yeah. those are two big things you have to hit. I think she either way she still is doing better than Eric Swalwell. I think she's. I mean, I think that's possible. But yeah. I mean, like, what does she offer? Nothing. <laughs> like, sorry. She offers the. I don't mean to switch this to Swalwell conversation to Marianne Williams. What do you but... think? What do you think Eric Swalwell's future holds? Do you he's think... gonna run for his house seat? Yeah, do you think this had any effect? Because he was like... No! He was like a sort of a rising star. No! He's a young guy. Was he a rising star? Nancy Pelosi has taken him under her wing. Like, that sort yeah. of thing. So, do you think running for presidency very prematurely um, will have any effect on his future? No, I think, it, I think it's a net zero. I don't, think it, I don't think it hurts him or helps him. I, sorry, let me be clear. I know it doesn't help him. <laughs> it certainly doesn't help him for that he was the first one to go, yeah... I should not be here uh, because he shouldn't, and yeah. honestly, he should have known that from jump. Mm-hmm. That that's not his that that this isn't his time. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have enough people in this race that like you didn't add anything new, right? Like he had he I, I and and I'll say this with a lot of these people, with a lot of these people that are running, we we have as Democrats similar views with them. So it's not like it's like you're running with a with a, a horrible set of values. We're not running a Democrat who's like pro like like just saying that he's pro life and um, pro uh, pro family separation. <laughs> like we don't have that, but you also have to be able to stand, I guess, stand out and or at least give us like a legitimate reason of why you are are a better option than the others. And Eric never gave that. Eric Swalwell never gave that. No. But then again, neither have a lot of them. So uh, the question is, who's next? Who do you think is next? Hmm. Now keep in mind, we did, um, I think- and you mentioned this before, before you answer that. We did, we took, uh, took a look at a uh, um, New York Times article yeah. um, by uh, Matt Stevens and Mag- Maggie yeah. Astor. And they went over, you know, who is likely to uh, make it to the second debate, who's like, who's falling off and possibly not making it to the second debate. Yeah. And they also took a look at the third. And the third's more stringent. Obviously, yeah. But there are, um, there are 14 candidates um, who are a lock. And this was published a week ago. So things might have changed in the interim. Um, but I haven't found a more updated article. Um, but there are 14 candidates who are locked for July, and then there are seven candidates really vying to get in. Now that Swalwa has dropped out, there are six candidates vying to get in. They might all be able to make it since there is that 20-person uh, limit. Yeah. Uh, just to mention, Gravel doesn't have a chance in hell. Mike Gravel <laughs> was not mentioned not in even the article mentioned that in we the were article. talking about. So and can I say it's probably because one he's ninety years old, so he's not actually. He two he I don't believe I think he's said that he's not actually running because he's going to become the president or thinks he could become the president. He's just trying to raise issues. And three he's he's letting high schoolers run his campaign, right, right. which is interesting. It's but I mean I think I see it in the way that I see the advertisements I see for for Mike Gra- uh, sorry for uh, yeah for Gravel. Literally, it's just. Like memes attacking other Democrats <laughs> and end of list, and that's mm-hmm. all they do. 
So it's not really like, oh, cool, you have cool idea. Like it's their idea is don't get involved on uh, in conflicts around the world, which is fine. That makes sense, and that's a good that's a that's a very good argument to make in this day and age where we're all so war wary. Because what have we been in a war almost the entirety of my life? And I'm 28. <laughs> um, no, no, wait, am I 27 or 28? I turn 28 later. You'll turn 28 next week. I turn 28 next week, y'all. Cool. <laughs> Well, um, so this article talks about um, that 14, 14 of the candidates have met both of the metrics yeah. that were required of them. They needed a 1% in the qualifying polls and um, 65,000 donors. Um, so six of the people who made the last debate didn't meet both of them. They only met the polling threshold. Mm-hmm. So now it's between these six candidates, and I guess now that Swalwell has dropped out, all six should make it. Um, so we're going to see uh, Delaney, Hickenlooper, Ryan. Yeah, we're going to see them again. Oh, okay. And they have not met the donor threshold, but they do meet the 1% of the okay, polls. Okay, go ahead. My apologies. Um, in addition, uh, Bennett should be back. Steve Bullock will make his first we're appearance. We're going to get, finally, yeah. Red State Governor Steve Bullock gets to face off against his nemesis, Mary Ambrose. <laughs> and, and then Bill de Blasio. So they, they're, those six are only making it because they've met their 1% threshold, mm-hmm. not because they've met the donation threshold. Yeah. Which means they're going to struggle a lot in to make it to the third debate. Yeah. Oh, the third is more stringent. Oh, yeah. The third is what? You have to have two... Two percent. Two which sounds like small, but it's not when you're it's running not. against 90 people. No. Um, it's very... And you need double the donors. Yep, you need 135? 130,000. 130,000. Yeah. I didn't know I didn't know it was... What, I didn't remember what the other one was, yeah. so I didn't know how to double it specifically. Yeah, so um, we're going to see a lot of people cut in the third debate. This debate is still going to be a shit show. But at yeah. least we don't have Swalwell. I, Swalwell will probably be replaced by Bullock. What do you think about the third de- excuse me, the third debate's um, parameters? I'm happy their with threshold. them. I'm happy with them. I Are think you, so you're oh and I wanna be clear, you're gonna be okay with it even if it keeps out uh, Cory Booker and Julian Castro. Yes. I mean I'd love to see them up there, but realistically they are not going to be our president. I, I am acknowledging that, and I think I have acknowledged that. It's not going to come down to those. They're not going to be in the final. Um, so they get two debates to make their message known. If, they have, if they're not able to get the support that they need to make it to the third debate, that's reasonable. I think that's fair. I was, I was going to ask. What I was going to ask is, like, what do you think about you know, them not being able to get their, their message out? But you're absolutely right that if they... Um, you know, if they they have the opportunity in those two debates that they qualify for to get their message out to the American people to see if the American people are interested in it. Klobuchar also might not make it. Yeah. Based on those, as, just to throw that out there, not mm-hmm. just Castro and Booker. Yeah, no, Klobuchar, I just, I picked those because one Williamson, of them's mine. Like one of them, yeah. one of them's one of my favorite candidates, and one of them's one of your favorite, yeah. one of your favorite candidates. So I, I, picked hey, those I love Castro too. I know, but not as much as me. You're not about the parent trap theory yeah. the way I'm I about the trap I just like him as a candidate. It's oh, yeah, weird. he's a great candidate, yada, 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 whatever. You <laughs> know he has a twin, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's the sticking point. Um, well, 
Unfortunately, we lose Eric Swalwell, but thank goodness we gain Tom Steyer. Tom Steyer, a I want to say billionaire. Billionaire. Um, I don't even know what what's he a billionaire for. I don't know, but I know he's known for running uh, the impeachment yes. ads that we would see, yeah. um, saying that it's time to impeach Donald Trump. He's he's uh, been financing an impeachment effort, mm-hmm. an impeachment campaign against Donald Trump, essentially. Yep, yeah. and now he is. Running for president. Despite the fact that he previously said he was not going to run for president. He did say that. Which I'm like, then what is this? What's this choice? Weird choice. What do you think about... I mean, I know what you... You know what I think about this. It's garbage and I hate it. Go ahead and tell somebody else. How how much do you hate it? It's stupid. Stop it. Get out. Leave us alone. That's how I feel. So you don't because think- and, and and if he would happen to even make it to a debate stage, which he will not, um, he's just gonna make it all about impeachment, which is not a good message for our Democratic candidates to be talking about on the debate stage. Who is it a good message for to be talking about then? Who's that Congress? Yeah, that should be just talking about that. Yeah, I don't think the the candidate we're gonna elect is not the one who gets to decide on impeachment. It's our current Congress and Senate. Right. So I don't think we should be talking to presidential hopefuls as to what they will do as president about impeaching the current president. Because it's not... That doesn't compute. I want to know what they're going to do in a year and a half. Yes, I would love the current Congress to impeach, but that's not what this... That's not what the presidential nominee's job is, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. I think that that's fair. Yeah, what do you think about him running? I don't get it. I don't. I don't see. A, I don't see a space for him. There's not in in this race with this many people. I don't, and I don't know what what he's like. What is his, what is his thing? What does he think that we need that we didn't have before that he has? Uh, I don't. He probably saw the first debate and saw that we didn't talk about impeachment and all. I was like, oh, I need to get in there and talk. But he's not even going to get on the debate stage. I so. don't know if that's what it is, though. Do you? I, I mean, think that is possibly what it was. He's a hedge fund manager. Oh, good. He's a hedge he fund. He makes money by playing with other people's money. Yeah, well, yeah, that's cool. But he's also an environmentalist and an activist. He's, he definitely, I mean, I'm not saying that he doesn't have, you know, the, the, the liberal bona fides to to do what you gotta do, but I don't think he needs to be here. No. I think I'm fine. Now, let me ask you, is there anyone that you would hear that you're like, I'm not completely turned off if you jump into the race? Or are you like at the point where like, no one at all is allowed to come in anymore? We're done. Yeah, no, I'm done. So Stace, I don't care if Stacey Abrams... Stacey, I was gonna say, Stacey Abrams... She should not jump in. Andrew Gillum... They no. Said, no? No. Especially not Gillum. What do you mean, especially not? He lost a mayor's race, didn't he? Or a governor's race? He lost race? the governor's race, just like yeah, Stacey true. Abrams I did. just like Stacey better. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, they should not jump in at all. Because how are they going to qualify anyway? With the qualifications needed to make the debate stage, how are they even going to qualify? Well, dep- I mean, we have, we're going to have a lot of debates, so they yeah. might qualify for debates on the line. I think I think here. when when a debate happens, that's where the support is going to. If you're not making the debate, you're not getting the support. I, I just think it's silly. 
Yeah. I think it's silly. What about you? I mean, I get it. I get what you're saying. I, I think it's silly as well. I don't, I don't see a, I, I just don't see a real place for Tom Steyer in the debate. Like, I don't know what he brings to the table. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm, maybe we're going to have another environmental uh, candidate, which would be cool. No, he's just an impeachment candidate. He's, well, you don't know that. That's what you know him as. But he he does he is an environmentalist. So I, I yeah. would like to see. I if mean, that's we've what got he, envir- people who care about environmental issues. I agree. Running. But I agree. But it might the more the merrier when it comes to making sure that the environment is addressed uh, in a way that's beneficial to the country. Mm-hmm. So. I wouldn't mind another, you know, environmental candidate dragging the, you know, dragging the left, kicking and screaming farther to the left to make sure that we address climate change and the devastating effects that it can cause. Um, that the said, only- if he does, I will agree with you, if he runs it as a candidate that's just like, we need to impeach the president. It's like, right, but you're running to be the president. So why do you want to be the president? Yeah. I think that's very important. I'm not sure why a lot of them want to be the president. Um, mm. But I think, I mean, I think I know why some want to be the president. But I don't think that anyone's really, like, some of the second tier, third tier, low tier candidates have been very clear as to why they want to be the president. I think they just haven't given us that yet. No. I mean, there's no good reason. <laughs> so it's hard to give it to us. I mean, do you think, it, and this yeah. is something I haven't really thought about until this moment, do you think the number of debates we have scheduled is encouraging our primary to go on way too long? No. When is the um, DNC? The DNC. The convention. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure our debates are scheduled to go until May or June. I I don't know when it is exactly. Yeah. Um, of next year. And to me... The na- oh, sorry, I got it. National Convention is going to take place uh, in Wisconsin from July 13th okay. to July 16th, 2020. I wish we would have our candidate well before that. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, yo, for shit. For sure. But I know we won't, and it's going to be so... I think, honestly, like, I hate the number of people that are in the debates now, but I'm also going to really hate the last, like, four debates when I think we will hopefully have it narrowed down to four or five people just fighting with each other night after night. Like, (laughs) it's going to suck. Do you think the amount of people that are in the race now are going to discourage or encourage people to drop out of the race further down the line? Um, I don't think that has much of an effect. I think it does. I think if, if I think that some people might, you know, who fall into that maybe fourth, fifth place category, uh, depending on how long the others stay in the race, mm-hmm. if the delegates are that split and you can possibly get to the convention without a nominee and have a brokered convention. Yeah. I think some of these oh, people that's gonna be a nightmare. I think it definitely means some of these people are gonna be like, you know what, let's stay in here and see what we can cook up. I know for a one hundred percent fact and here God, we go. God I hope I here hope you can play this back in a year to show me how wrong I was. For a fact, Biden and Bernie are not dropping out until the convention. Regardless of what's going on? Regardless of what's going on. Even if they're in fourth and fifth place, they are (laughs) going to stick the fuck around because they are stubborn as fuck and think (laughs) that they deserve this. So, 
Let's, let's no, I, hope we have a great candidate in I number one. Who's I think gone. that's fair. I don't know if I agree with it exactly, yeah. but I do think it's fair to. I say, mean, I mean, Bernie, Bernie Sanders already has already, it. yeah, Bernie Sanders has already done this, yeah. where it was clear he wasn't going to be the nominee, and then he stayed in until the convention anyway. Um, Joe Biden, I'm not sure because Joe Biden is someone who is more likely to, uh, not necessarily to the party line, but. Um, Put the put his put the party. He's so stubborn about. I think his he attitude. Apologized for to. Yeah, it took a second. fucking month. He he was sorry. Uh huh. He didn't mean to hurt people by saying that those segregationists were kind of cool and dope, yo. He didn't mean to hurt your mm-hmm. feelings. I just think he's so stubborn, and he he probably really believes he is the guy that we need right now. So he's not. I think he's going to be there the whole fucking time. But we'll see. Hopefully I'm wrong. I want to be wrong. I don't think I am. I think that's fair. I mean, I hope he doesn't. I hope that we get a nominee before this fucking thing goes down. Yeah. I hope that we all join together uh, behind a consensus nominee. I'm I'm not incredibly picky about who it is. um, Just because of what's going on right now. I'm not incredibly picky about who it is. I very much appreciate if we all didn't decide you know what it's time for marianne i really hope that that's not what happens i don't think you have to worry about that um i hope they hope we all don't go you know tim ryan might not be right about a lot of stuff like knowing what's ha- what happened on 9-11 but he's our guy i hope that doesn't happen either but um there are a lot of people that i can see myself getting behind and i really hope that we are able to just pick a fucking person and not have a nationally televised food fight for four days um, <laughs> in July trying to pick who it is. Because that's around my birthday, and that'll be a really fucking shitty yeah. birthday present. And mm-hmm. I will lose my shit on them. I'll let them know. Okay. Via Twitter. How upset I am that they killed my birthday. <laughs> so, let's move on to... Uh, a fun topic. <laughs> Something that's fun. That's awesome. And that is the United States women's national soccer team. Is that, is that okay with you? You seemed like you were like, oh, I don't want to do that. I just thought we were doing that last. <sighs> well, I have it in here on this outline. It's, it's coming now, so. Okay. We're going to peel back that curtain. We don't. She didn't look at the outline before we did we this. We talked about it, and you said it last. And I, I said, nope, I did not it. say it was last. Yeah, and you I said, said let's leave you, it last. No, you said it was there, and if we wanted to cut something out, we'd cut something out. It, this, we'd cut this out if we were going too long, wanna, so meaning it would be last. Do you want to cut it out? No, I just, there's just not too much to say, so I don't know why we wouldn't just say it last, but whatever. I mean, okay, there's not too much to say. Let me say something. Woo! Yeah. We did it. The United States women back-to-back uh, World Cup champions. What do you think about the women's national team? They are uh, super fun, super outspoken. We have Megan Rapino, who apparently is just... What? The Just the fact that outspoken is a verb or is an adjective to describe them. Like, they are... Talking out of place. The Warriors are an outspoken team too. So is LeBron's an outspoken athlete. 
where they're like, they 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 say what they say. They don't hold back. I'm saying this not in like a way that's like demeaning. I think it's great when you have a group of people who are like, this is the way things should go, and it's really shitty that you guys don't think that. And we're gonna make sure that we let you yeah. know. Yeah, everybody you named was either black or a woman. Yeah. So I feel like that's the commonality. There are it's a lot of when a minority speaks up about an issue or like a not. I mean, women aren't a minority, but they're like a marginalized class. marginalized group. So when they say talk out about their political stances, they're outspoken. But when a white athlete does, it's normal. Like, I don't think that's true. I think that's fucking true as shit. I, I don't think that's true. I, I think that uh, I, I mean I think that I mean I think what you're saying is on on uh, one level correct. Mm. Where, yeah, you get that title usually when you are an African-American or, um, like, a person of color or a woman um, or a trans athlete. But you don't get, you don't really get that with, with white athletes, but for the most part, they don't speak out on these issues. But then sometimes... Do you, you really think they some, don't? Or do you think it doesn't get publicized as much? I think, when, I think when they do, it gets publicized, which is why I think it doesn't happen very often. Mm. Um, you have someone like Pat McAfee uh, when he was the punter on the... Yeah, Pat McAfee didn't get shit for attention. He, <laughs> he was known about in like sports circles and political circles, but I don't think if you asked an everyday American who Pat McAfee was, oh, they'd have any idea. Come on. I don't think if you asked the, uh, an everyday American out of a lot of people, they would know who they are. I don't think if you went... If I, I could walk three blocks down and knock on a door and say, hey, you know who Megan Rapino is? I don't think they're going to know. I think you're wrong. What? Yeah, I think you're wrong. Okay. <laughs> what are you talking about? How? They're not... How, the, and I think that's part of the problem, that the women's soccer team isn't a fucking... They're not household names. They are right now, though. The thing no, is, they're their ratings were super high for this. Uh, jersey sales went through the roof, when, especially when they um, added men's jerseys for the women's team. Sales skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. Um, they are a name right now, for sure. Will this keep up in six months? No, <laughs> not at all. But I think that might be part of the nature of soccer itself. That's the sport. I think that's fair. I think it's also part of the nature of women's sports where we only yeah. care when it's at this time. But and I honestly, mean, I mean, the, for the this, most part, we this don't. is the only time we care. We yeah. don't care about bas- women's basketball at any point in time. Ever. Soccer? No. Women's basketball. basketball. Oh, yeah. We don't care about it ever. Yeah, that's true. We care about women's soccer f- once every four years when we're kicking the shit out of everybody else. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's true. And and they do. They really do kick the shit out of they everybody. They fucking do. They're dominant. They're amazing athletes. They're the best in the world. Alex, Alex Morgan sips tea like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Controversial. Mm-hmm. Is it? No. Like, Dude, don't you, it, it's not. That's crazy, right? It's that hypocrisy. It's sexism. Crazy. It's, yeah. It's so controversial that she pretended to sip fucking tea. Are you serious? There, it's, so, sometimes you see, like, media outlets say something and you're like, could you just not help yourself? Were you just looking for something so badly and you couldn't find anything that you had to do this? The President of the United States does crazy, dumb, horrible, horrifying Again, terrible things on a daily basis. Yeah. And you you just couldn't find anything, so you had to talk about how Alex Morgan pretended to sip tea after she scored against the mm. English. 
It's fucking bananas. Yep. It is. Yeah. But that to their credit, didn't didn't phase them. Mm-hmm. Didn't phase them. Walked oh, no. walked into the shit. World Cup final, blanked the Netherlands. That's dope as shit. And then when they were done, people started chanting that they wanted equal pay. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that be cool if a team that performs much better than their male counterparts got paid the same as their male counterparts? Even close. <laughs> yeah. Even close. That'd yeah. be super cool. Yeah. But it's never going to happen. No. no because uh, the men make more. They're better athletes. People care more about them. I mean... Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> the men's Speaking national they, they team... They lost Copa America that same is day. Is garbage. They lost Copa America that same day. Is garbage. But they will each get like millions of dollars in bonus pay if they would happen to win a World Cup, which would be the shock of the fucking century. I think in order for the U.S. men's national soccer team to win a World Cup... Uh, climate change would have had to destroy every other nation on the planet. Europe would have disappeared. Europe, uh, Africa, South America, mm-hmm. and Asia are all gone. And Mexico and Canada decided, <laughs> along with other Latin American countries, that they're not doing it this year. Mm-hmm. Is Greenland? Greenland's a part of North America? Or is that... Greenland is North America. Yeah. Iceland went to Europe. Iceland's Europe. Right? And then Iceland's Europe. I think I that's think. how it is. I don't know. I think so. I think that's probably It's right. not really important. It's not, but I think it's very important, though, because I uh, don't like to make a joke and then not know specifically if it's correct or not. Um, so let's move on to our last topic. Um, let's get a little, let's get some pop culture in here. <laughs> we saw Spider-Man Far From Home. That was pretty cool, right? Yeah. Enjoyed that. Me too. Well, that's uh, not a re- black woman uh, taking the part... Of a redhead. Yeah, you hear that? It's relevant to this. We're stealing your parts. They are. By the way, the fact that you didn't know Zendaya was black is funny. I didn't know what... I didn't think about what Zendaya was. First of all, I didn't know who Zendaya was. You just... A few hours ago... Yeah. You acted like I was an idiot because I didn't know Brock from Pokemon was black. (laughs) (laughs) And you didn't know Zendaya was black, so... (laughs) To be fair, I don't even know if Brock is black. <laughs> I know Brock is a person of color. I don't know from where. Ah, oh, fuck. I don't know. That's whatever. <laughs> Once again, I knew we both knew who Brock was. If you asked me to pick Zendaya out of a lineup, or if you asked me who stars as MJ, I wouldn't be able to tell you who that is because I don't know who Zendaya is. And that's one of my like that's a that's a blinder I have. I usually know who actors and Yeah, you don't care about women, I get it. That's what it is. I just don't. <laughs> like, I get it. I you guys you, you you ladies I'm not doing this. <laughs> um so we have uh in the news we had some some people that were upset when Conservatives were upset about a new, like numerous amounts of things, including they didn't want to root for the women's national team because, God, that Megan Rapinoe is just so mean to Donald. But we also have um, people being quite upset and saying their childhood is ruined because Ariel from The Little Mermaid was cast as 
a black woman. No, oh, no. Um. Is there anything to say besides shut up, everybody? Yeah, get over like, it. Really, I feel like the only thing that you need to do is do a segment called, hey, shut your fucking mouth. Yeah. Uh, and have that just be about this. Like, I do think there is something that needs to be mentioned. What is that? And that is, we should not, on the liberal side, we should not allow ourselves to believe that Disney is suddenly a uh, good company that loves no diversity and definitely only made this decision because this actress is the best possible choice for the role and didn't oh. themselves go and think what the best business decision is. What? Think- no, 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 no. See, stop there real quick because that's the part that I don't understand and that's the part, we, we had a conversation about this and you irked me very much and I, I would like to get to the, to, to the bottom of that. You think that they thought the best business decision was to cast a black woman lead? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. That's not how... Do you think Disney... That's literally not how people make money. That's not how these film companies make money. How much have we been talking about The Little Fucking Mermaid? How much would we be talking about it if they would cast... A white woman. Are we going to go see it? No, we're not, but other oh, people are. Are people going to go see it? And are We also don't care that they cast a black woman. Right, but the thing is, more people are not going to see it because they cast a nope. black woman. Yes, it no. is. See, that is the that nonsense. Is wrong. That's the nonsense that you... That, that's that's straight up malarkey. That's that's nonsense. That you when when I think it was I don't remember was it Sony or whatever fucking picture studio had their had their emails leaked. They literally were saying, like, we can't... Ca- they, in there, we, they, they had uh, emails between high-profile people saying, we can't cast, uh, you know, minorities in certain roles because people aren't going to go see the film. That's how people feel. They didn't... I'm not, I'm not saying Disney's a good company. It is a straight-up fucking nightmare factory yeah. when it comes to how bad they are. But... So you I, think I so don't. you think they went from the goodness of their heart and said No, I don't So you think no, but no, no, wait, what you're no, saying is what you're from saying, the goodness of their heart what you're they saying went is they, did the best. Oh, so what you're saying is they decided among themselves we will make less money by doing this, but we will do it cuz it's the right thing to do. No. You, you think No, I don't. So you think I they think didn't that, discuss it? Can you let me say what I think fucking yeah. happened? I think what happened was film the the people who were making the film hopefully and thankfully for them got to make the decision of who they thought was best for the part if you thought that they were trying to do a huge fucking cash grab would they not hire a high profile name even if it was no. an even if it was an african that's not what they're See, doing that's, b- that's not what they're doing with any of their live action films what fuck off the lion king the has lion a king star-studded cast that's a voice film any of their live action films, they're casting no name names. Name me one. Name me one right Aladdin. now. They're casting no they name can't... actors because they're cheaper. <laughs> they're okay. casting people who don't have a high profile because they can pay them less. Hang on. So and we make did, more money off on. of the so film. So we did Aladdin because that, that clearly that would have been insane if they cast it. Give me another one. Oh God, I don't know what movies they've come out with. Um, there's another movie they came out with. Or there are coming out. Beauty and the Beast that had Emma Watson, but that was years ago. What? That's Emma Watson. What are you talking They're about? They're doing a bunch of live action versions of their movies. I don't remember the name. And right they picked now. Emma Watson, who I guess that is... was years ago. This is not about the current 
thing they're doing. I don't remember the other titles they are doing because I don't give a fuck about Disney. But they're not casting a lot of big names because they don't want to pay them. They want to make a lot of money. I just want to say that it's very easy to make this argument and not give any factual data to back that up. I think they're doing Mulan as well. And I don't, as far as I know, I haven't heard any big names attached to that film. I don't remember the other films because I don't care. But I've read online that the strategy they're employing when casting these films Uh, is to employ no-name actors that they can pay less to because it's looked at as an opportunity as opposed to, like, A-list celebrities who they'd have to pay a ton of money to. They're gonna make money because people go see Disney films. But again, like, one... That doesn't compute when they have... Even if it's not live action, do you think they're not paying Donald Glover that much? Do you think they're not paying Beyonce that much? Beyonce, yes. Donald Glover, probably not as much. He's a household name now. He absolutely is. They are not paying Donald Glover nearly as much as they are paying Beyonce. I mean, I'm not saying that they're paying him the same (laughs) amount. This might be one of the few times where, thank God, a woman gets paid more than a man. (laughs) I would hope so. (laughs) Jesus. But but I I think it's it's just straight bullpucky to say that they're they're doing this for monetary reasons. I think they do everything for monetary reasons. I don't the, think they're, Disney they're makes making a the film itself decision. for monetary reasons. I don't reasons. think Disney, the giant corporation who owns all of media at this point, makes a single decision without having multiple meetings about the financial impact of every decision they're making, especially when casting the star of one of their huge films. If you don't think they had multiple meetings discussing how this would impact the finances, I think that's really naive. I just, I don't, I, I don't get where you think this was like, they did, because when you had originally said it, you said it, they did it because it got us, it was a, it got us, it was all stirred up and now we're all talking about it. Yeah, I think that's true. That's why they, they picked this person. I think Whose that name factored into I the decision. I literally do Haley not... Bailey. Haley Bailey. Her name is Haley Bailey. There's no way her name is Haley Bailey. She's a Disney Channel star. Haley Bailey. I believe she's a Disney Channel star, or maybe just a musician for kids or something like that. There's no way that's what her name is. Yeah. Or Halle Bailey. Is it Halle Bailey? It's either Haley Bailey or Halle Bailey. Because <laughs> I kept reading it as Halle Berry, and I'm like, wait, no, that's not right. <laughs> oh yeah, you're getting getting uh, flustered on the yeah. I don't I don't know. I need to I need to find specifically, um, <laughs> specifically about the film, um, just because I do want to know um, who that person. I don't know who that person is. I do not know that person. But if they were casting based on how much money they can make, especially in a live action, they're not. They're if they were doing it specifically, like we're gonna make a fucking trillion dollars. They're gonna cast someone that we've all seen and heard before that we love. What about Hamilton? We mean, what about Hamilton? Uh, Hamilton cast people of color and traditionally rare Lynn roles and made so it. much money. They did, Lynn didn't know he was going to make that stuff. So stop, mu- stop. But they did You're make making, that no, money. No, 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 no. I'm not saying Hamilton... You're making hey, a straight no, up fake comparison. I'm not saying Lin-Manuel Miranda and the cast and the crew made that decision to make money. I'm saying Disney could have seen how much money they made 
by casting people of color in traditionally white, white roles and said, why don't we try that? So they just picked one. They're going to do one. We're going to do one at a time and figure this out and see if it works. Do you think they're going to cast a white or black actress as Mulan? I don't... I would say no. Yeah. I don't know. But again, that might be them... Uh, see, again, you said that they did this for the controversy. I do think that was part of the reason. I don't. And I think it's insulting to say that that's part of the reason. That, like, it wasn't that this person worked really hard to get this. It I was, never said they didn't. It, I'm saying Disney is a corporation yeah. who cares about profits above everything else. And if you think they didn't factor that into their decision, you're naive. I don't think that, I don't think that choosing this person to do this was a purely monetary, uh, purely monetary. I didn't say event. it was purely. At no point. Then what, like... I don't understand. I think I need you to explain to me what I'm you're saying. Is. Like you're saying, they factored in the controversy and the positive aspects that would come of it from people in the black community wanting to see this film and take their children to see this film, and recognize that they would make money off of it, and then accepted her as the choice if they didn't go into it. Accepted her as yes, the- because it's a corporation yeah. who cares about profits above anything. If the filmmakers chose her on their own, didn't have any um, financial goals into it, I think that's entirely possible, but they still had to convince the executives at Disney that this was the right choice with one of their prized and most famous and profitable, I'm assuming, properties. They had to convince the executives that this is the right choice monetarily. That's what I believe. Do you believe that the people who cast her did it that way? No. I do not. Okay. Because that's the important part. The people who chose, the people who were casting thought that she was the best for the job and chose to do that. I still, again, say that that argument isn't that great. Just because, yes, sometimes... Uh, yeah, I, I think, yes, wholeheartedly, Disney is a company that's like, how can I make money and give yeah. me all your money and I want your fucking money. If they if they could do this legally, they would come into our house with a gun pointed at her face. <laughs> in a bag Subscribe that has, to Disney Plus! In a bag that has dollar signs. Like, we're not leaving until you... Do you want to... I will lose my shit on you! Give me all your goddamn money. I, did, I, did, I think it's falling into their trap a little bit if you believe that this was a pure decision on their part that didn't involve any thought about money. Making... Because that gives the idea that Disney is doing something so good. No, it doesn't. Really? That's just the way you keep framing it. Like, you can frame it that way all you want to. I think, personally, that this person might have done the, done the best at their audition and the people who cast that person went... Okay, now we just have to sell this to Disney and we're okay. And Disney went with what their decision was, possibly because they're like, hey, because you never thought of it this way. Maybe Disney wasn't going, hey, there might be some controversy out of this. Maybe they went to Disney and said, this is the best person for the job. She's actually going to blow the doors off on this, in this, in this film. You are going to be so proud and you're going to make so much money because people are going to hear about how great she is and want to go see her. Plus, we already have the people who want to go see it for the nostalgia's sake. 
Like you didn't do it that way. You just went, oh well, they picked they they picked her because she's a person of color, and partially it ends up controversy and it works out for them. I I I'm not thinking of it in that way. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't ascribe the same amount of goodness to this company. Again, I'm not ascribing goodness. You are to because Disney. you said Disney that the argument a, that, that you said that the company. argument that you think that convinced them was that she's the best for the job, which I don't think that would convince anybody at Disney. See, the, uh, that's my, my problem. Is I also think that you're thinking that the that Disney is the literal like. I'm trying to put it in, the, in a way that makes a little bit of sense. I think that. Uh, they still have to pitch to Disney. This is the person we want to use. Yeah. And I think it's fair to say that that maybe that maybe it's possible that they have great that they have a great staff that uh, a great talent scouting staff a great um, um, what's it called casting director that was able to get Disney on board with the person that they pick. If it's if it's purely a cash grab, if it's purely and nothing else but we want to get this money they're casting a famous white woman in the role no questions asked but that's not what happened so then you're ascribing goodness to the company you're saying they don't care purely about profits which i disagree with well then well i okay then in that if if we're gonna do it purely off that you have to be wrong because, like, they, if, again, who's going to make, okay, who's going to make more money? If you uh, are going to go see Disney, and I'll even try to pick a, I'll pick a, uh, an actress of, uh, well, an actor of color. Well, I think, to be fair, we can compare, obviously we can't do it now, but once this movie comes out, let's compare it to Beauty and the Beast and see what the profit margin Is Beauty like. and the Beast being remade? Are you sure you just make it? It already out? happened. It happened years ago. Oh, yeah. With Emma Watson. Oh. The well. live action. That, I think that was the first Disney film they did live action like three or four years ago. So if we compare how Little Mermaid does compared to how that did with a famous big name white actress, we'll have our answer, right? I don't know if we'll specifically have our answer, but I would. I, I, when I'm thinking about that, I would like to see the... Um, I would like to see the I believe contrast that, between the two. Yeah, I believe that movie didn't do super hot. I, I don't think it met their expectations. So maybe they said, well, you know, Turing's strategy makes sense on the, <laughs> that on the front, but didn't actually work out in reality. Let's try this one. I mean, we listened to Turing and he was wrong. People weren't into it. Also, I mean... Depends on if this is a garbage movie. <laughs> I didn't even. Th- I honestly don't think. I mean, about we that. would. And also, okay, you know what? I, I think actually would be a good. You know, I, I'm okay with. Let's see how this comparison goes. Yeah. Just because um, the budget for the one um, that you're referring to, uh, Beauty and the Beast, which was done in 2017, um, that budget was between 160 million and 255 million. They made 1.264 billion dollars on that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it, it is. It would be interesting to see. But yeah, see how it compares. Are you willing to concede that you were yeah. wrong? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I just think this is a strategy because I don't think that movie did as well as they wanted. I mean, what? One point six two billion. Yeah. What? But for a Disney film, that sounds good. Yeah. What? See again. What evidence do you have? What Disney... Okay, besides Avatar. Let me, let me pull that one out. I think what Di- Disney films have made more money than that? Than $1.26 billion. You know Disney owns Marvel, right? I do know that. All right. How much did Endgame make? A fuck. Uh, yeah. 
almost as much as Avatar. More than Avatar, doesn't it? No, it, didn't, it hasn't beaten Avatar yet. That's why they're putting it back in the theater. So they can check. <laughs> That's literally exactly why they're putting That's it back funny. in the theater. They're like, hey guys, we have uh, like six more minutes of, of uh, stuff and a post credit scene that you would have already seen if you looked online. Because mm-hmm. it's like, their post credit scene was like part of the trailer from Far From Home. So, oh. I mean, okay. <laughs> That's funny. Well... I believe that's we're going to call it on that, do you think? Yeah. All right. So uh, let's leave us today with, uh, instead, of, instead of our usual cheers outro, we're going to allow Marianne Williamson to take us out of the podcast with this amazing tweet that she tweeted. Over every blade of gla- grass, there is an angel bent over whispering, grow. 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 <laughs> the Talmud. Have a great whatever time it is. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>